What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Laura, what do you got? Okay, so it's a 20-year anniversary of Shrek. Shrek came mm. out 20 years ago. Yeah. And did you guys know that Mike Myers was not the original person that was supposed to play Shrek? No, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Who was supposed to be? It was... Tom uh, Hanks. No. Oh, sorry, that was yesterday. Yeah, wrong yeah, Chris Farley. Chris really? Farley? You know yeah. what? Chris Farley probably would have been a good Shrek. Yeah, so he actually recorded nearly all of the dialogue, but then, you know, sadly, passed yeah. away. So they needed to scramble and find somebody, and they said, oh, let's get Mike Myers. Let's stick to the SNL thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's who became Shrek. And he, there was actually no like accent to Shrek with Farley, and Mike Myers is the one that brought the accent. Right. See, now that's interesting, because when you say Chris Farley, I'm like, okay, so Chris Farley's just going to do his own voice and no dialect, no accent of any kind. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was like hard to, it's like, really, Farley? But then that's only because we know that Myers put his own spin on it, apparently. Yeah, right. he did. I would not have known this. Wow. So I have a question for you guys. Are you guys good artists? Like, can you guys draw? No. Oh, man. Sorry. Killing my bit. Yes, I'm really good. I'm a great artist. Yes. I'm working on a mural as we speak right now. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm really good. It's a mural good. of a Dodger dog, like an old Dodger dog. So I was actually going to put this on what you need to know yesterday, but I'm actually glad I saved it because today on Twitter it was trending. People were drawing Shrek for memory. And I was like, I wonder how good the, the guys would be if they if I asked them to draw Shrek for memory. Oh, I'm so oh, bad goodness. at drawing. Yeah, no, I would be so terrible. See, killing so that bit again. <laughs> I think I would so have terrible. like the, the little horns, you know, that he had. Uh-huh. He had little horns. The, like yes. the ear things that projectiled yeah. off of his of his yeah. green face. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I don't know, man. Don't he was know. definitely green. I know that. <laughs> Right, can I call him? He was, he was big. He had a big belly. Big belly. Yeah. But then his girl was thick. I remember that. She was thick. <laughs> she was, yeah. She was, yeah. yeah. So I, I, when I thought Cameron about, Diaz I was like, played the 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 female on that character, uh, the female lead. I love in that Cameron. Movie. Yeah. But doesn't Shrek look more like Farley than Myers? He does. Right. He does. That's it why it made sense. sense to me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it did. You know All what's right. funny when you say Shrek? I right away think of Eddie Murphy before I think of Mike Donkey. Myers. Yeah. Donkey. Yeah, Donkey was great. Donkey. Because uh, he made the movie. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah, I think so. He did. He did. The combination of those two, like, it just was a great fit. But you're right. He did make the movie. Without Donkey, the movie is not as funny, for sure. Not even close. Um, it's just, it's funny, but it's not hilarious funny like it was. All right, that's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right, so a lot of people are still chiming in on all our conversations about uh, the players with the most pre- pressure. Uh, or teams, right? Which Who has the most pressure this postseason in the NBA? So feel free to hit us up on that. What is the best food item that you can purchase, singular food item you can purchase at an L.A. sporting event? Uh, we've had the Coliseum cookies, the soft chocolate chip gooey, chewy gooey. cookies. Warm, yeah. Warm, Warm that you get in Say a with some swagger now, because she was all she Yeah, yeah, she was like yeah. soft, She was gooey, selling it. Gooey. She was lighting candles while she was talking to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you get them in a bucket. Dog, a bucket of cookies? I'm not sure what that means. That's so good, though. I don't know. I don't know. You don't think that's good? A bucket of cookies to me sounds good. When you start talking to me in packaging that's not familiar with the things that's being packaged, I start wondering what's going on. What do you think? If you got a bucket of chicken from from KFC, that's a bucket. bucket. Right, right. right. So what kind of bucket of cookies are you talking? I mean, chocolate chip, soft, ooey, gooey, chewy, whatever she was saying, yeah. I'll probably eat two. I can see myself eating two. If you had a glass of Camus, I'll eat three. 
I, you love red wine with You're your cookies. You're putting a lot of sugar. I've tried this. Man. A lot of sugar. I do. I've tried this, and it just does. And I love red wine, but it just it doesn't work for me. It's not the same. It I doesn't. feel fancy as hell when I'm doing it, man. <laughs> and I don't know why, because I'm not baking the cookies. Right. It's straight up just, just coming out of a package. Yeah. But I pour a glass of wine. I will light a candle. I put yeah. on some Nina Simone, and you can't tell me ish for the next five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I I, uh, I get it. And I love chocolate chip cookies. I love cookies, period. Like, pretty much anything that's sweets, it's rare that I don't like it. Like, I am a sweet tooth person. Like, I think some days I'd, I want to get through dinner fast to get to dessert. Like, I'm that kind of person. It depends on the dinner, obviously. But more times than not, I'm like, give me some of that dessert. Mm-hmm. We bought a red velvet cake for my daughter's birthday because she wanted it. And it was like, yes. I love red velvet cake. Oh, man. Cream cheese icing. Yes. Oh. So good. So yeah. good. Yeah. So good. Have you had the uh, pancakes version? The red velvet pancakes? Yeah. I have not. Yeah, man. It's. I do it, but I don't do it often. Yeah, no, really. of course not. Are you crazy? <laughs> That's a, it's yeah. good, though, man. Ooh, and get yourself a I, nice, crispy, hot chicken wing. Mm. I have been... I, I, it's amazing that I, that I haven't gained weight during the pandemic because of how much crap i've eaten it really is a testament to how hard i have to work out whether it's going on crazy hikes for like five or six miles or you know working out like in the garage because man like i have had so many sweets now i have actually kicked the wine for a month um i i kicked it for a month just you know what the hell how long ago uh i just said a month no no (laughs) like you're saying the most recent month yeah. Okay, because let me tell you something. I'm, I'm on a kick the wine kick myself. Okay. You know, so so I'm trying to not drink wine at night right yeah. now right. because it's just so much sugar. Right, and it you doesn't help you, your sleep. Right, you say you didn't gain weight. I'm embarrassed to tell you guys. What? I gained 13 pounds. By not drinking wine? No, no. Over oh. the course of COVID, oh, right, right. I never realized how much weight I gained. Yeah. I told you I, I went into my closet like a week ago to put on a pair of pants because I was going someplace and I haven't worn the pants in easily 18 months. Right. And I couldn't button them. So I went on to the next pair and I couldn't button those either. And I finally looked at myself and said, you're a fat ass and you have not realized it. I got on the scale. I was 209. I'm like, what has happened here? Right. So you're talking about desserts and good red wine, LZ. I'm off all of it. At night, Man. in particular, I'm off all of it. I gotta yeah, lose the weight. You should do it during the day, right? So every so my biggest meal of the day is now lunch, yeah. and my smallest meal of the day is now dinner. Are you doing and intermittent fasting? Not really. I mean, it works. Yeah, I mean, it's not really the diet I'm on, but it's it's really it's very simple. No carbs after three. That's my diet. No carbs oh, no, that, after three. That, that's fine too. But I would say it works because I don't. I eat around eight o'clock, give or take. You know, when we're done with the show, and I don't eat again till noon. And and I also work out before I eat at noon. So and it, it's it's kept me around the one seventy to one seventy five range. I can't believe how heavy I got. I didn't even realize it. But I told you it's all because I stopped wearing real pants. If you wore sweatpants <laughs> and you elastics. never buttoned your pants right. as your waistline expanded, so did the elastic waistband. And That's before fair. you know it, it, you're thirteen, fourteen pounds overweight over your yeah. normal playing weight. It's very now, how does that work though when you're wearing your yoga pants around the house? It's what I'm wearing. I'm like rocking all day long. I'm just wearing pants that have an elastic and a string, and I just tie the string. And so no matter how skinny or fat I may be, I'm still just tying the string. I blame right. the pants. Okay. Hmm. Well, 
now you're 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 blaming of the pants has uh, forced you to control your mouth. So right, you turned into my responsibility all of a sudden. Let, let's go to James in Arcadia, who wants to talk about who has the most pressure here in the playoffs for the NBA. What's up, James? What's up, everyone? Thanks for answering or liking my tweets in the past. Um, for most pressure in the NBA, I'd have to say Durant because he left a golden situation. Oh. Nice. <laughs> and uh, and is trying to make it out on his own, kind of like a trust fund kid leaving all the, the money behind, so to speak, uh, trying to take down LeBron really? on his Did own. Did you say on his own with Kyrie yeah, yeah. And, and freaking Yeah, yeah, not on his own, really, though. Yeah, yeah not, exactly. It's like on his own is in quotes. But um, also, if you like Red Velvet, uh, I actually found Red Velvet Funnel Cake at a carnival once. And actually, it was at EDC, and it was amazing. Ooh, off. Electric Daisy Carnival. I love it. Yeah, I'm off Heck, carnival yeah. food. But what was? Are they going to have that again this summer? They are. Uh, they're not going to have it in the summer. It's going to be late October, and of course, I will be there. Okay, October. See, October is tough for me, man. I got kids now. I can't be doing funnel that stuff. cake at a carnival <laughs> or a fair. Oh yeah. man, talk about yeah. something that's just so fried. Yeah. Right. Cap, if we uh, do, you think if we took Cap to Electric Daisy Carnival, he would be able to fit in? He'd have fun. Uh, considering there's a lot of. Uh, Caucasians there, I think he'd be fine. Right. I can fit in with those Caucasians. I mean, do you like EDM music, Kaplan? I can live with EDM music, no problem. Oh, yeah. Okay. All there right. you go. Then you're good to go. All right. You Thank can, you, can James. Find something for you. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Appreciate Thank you. you. Just don't dance while you're there with us. You know, hey, one other thing, George and LZ, I want to just say one thing. You know, for Laura and for Greg that claim that this Dodger dog situation is such that they can taste such a big difference, and it's it's not because, you know, Greg grew up his whole life going to Dodger Stadium and eating that dog. We and should do Vince a bl- Gully branding him. Right. We should do a blind taste test where we take like three, four, five dogs, mm-hmm. put them in front of them, and then say, you tell us, which is the original Dodger dog? Right. I don't think you can do it. Right, we just go to Farmer John, get a Farmer John dog, and then get the Dodger dog that they're selling now, right? Uh, don't even do that. Just lie to them. See if they can figure out the lie. Oh, right. Don't worry, what we didn't hear any of that. So Would you be no. willing do to do it? it? You, won't, you won't know if we're actually lied to you or we just said we're going to lie to you to throw you off your game. Right. Ooh, tricky. Mind games. Yeah. I like it. You'd like that? Would you do it? I, I would try it. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Okay. We'll Why work not? that out. That's a good idea, Scott. We'll work that out. I just out. don't think he'll be able to make you know, the, the I distinction. Agree. You know, I, like, I got faith, faith in you, Greg. Thank you. You got to do it, too. I got faith in you. I, I with me. Of, Who? Full of you. caca. Me? Yeah. yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm not putting myself in that situation. <laughs> yeah, why are you volunteering? Well, I, I have faith in you, Greg. Thank you, LZ. Per, but I don't believe I could actually pass the test. Is that what you're saying, Laura? <laughs> That's what oh, she's saying. that is not what I'm saying. I got this. No, oh, no, okay. no, no. That's not what you said earlier. I just Would said you, I, I just said that I didn't want to put myself in that situation, and that he volunteered me. I didn't volunteer myself. But would you do it? Yeah, why not? You? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you just had to ask. Don't just volunteer me for stuff. Just ask, and I'll do. Oh, look at that! Yeah. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> Is that what happened with the Uber driver? You oh, that? <laughs> walked right into that one. <laughs> I mean, break time. I, that didn't require me to work hard. You just said, "Here, LZ." Yeah, you did just kind of lay the red carpet out there for I him. I mean, so. I like you, Alzi, so it was easy. It's all, all right. Good. Let, it's all let, good. Me, uh, let me sneak in uh, Nick in Whittier. Nick, what up? Nicholas. Quick, give the people what they want. They want the Farmer John Dodger Dog. Run to Smart and Final. It's in the frozen section. Pick up the box. Save it because we don't know how long it'll still be out there for. Wow. I mean, they're not going out of business completely, though, are they? I mean, I mean they're now the no, dog. No, but if they don't the have the Dodger contract, why would they keep making it? Well, because they've got dogs over at LAFC, and they probably sell a ton of dogs in the store because 
generations of people think of no Farmer, Farmer John, John. As being yeah, a do- yeah, exactly. uh, the Dodger yeah. dog. So we don't I'm have sure to hoard Farmer John. I mean, you know, I think they're okay still. You know. Does okay. everybody not realize what happened here? Thank just you, by the way, that why they yeah, had to change the dog. Yeah, just the contract. The they came up to a new deal with somebody else. That's all it was. Right. I mean, Farmer John's like, we don't want to pay this price anymore to be the official hot dog of the Dodgers. It's not making us the kind of money it costs. Yeah. The ROI is not high. So. Ooh, ROI. How about that? I, I watched. I watched CNBC today. I heard that today. <laughs> all right, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Who has the most pressure on them this postseason in the NBA? Uh, what is the singular greatest? Uh, item you can buy in uh, at an LA sporting event as far as food is concerned and the Dodger dog taste the difference or not 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776 we'll be back in two and a half minutes this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. My two-year-old loves this song. Like, literally every time it comes on, he wants us to play it off the iPhone in the car. Like, it just nonstop, which is great. I love it. I love that he loves music, which is cool. Um, We've been talking a lot about food, and there's really no one better, I think, here to talk about food. Mason gets all the love on food because he does the gross food stuff. But really, the expert is Travis. And you can catch him each and every morning, Travis and Sliwa. 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. right here on 710 ESPN. So, Trav, thank you for stopping by. Sure. Um, so you've had the Dodger dog, yes? Yes, I had it on Sunday. Okay, and what was your what are your thoughts on this new Dodger dog? Well, it, first of all, it gets to carry the name Dodger dog as a disgrace. First oh. of all, because huh. it is the worst hot dog I've ever had in my life. And I've done the field research, okay? I've been out there <laughs> testing hot dogs and making my own and eating other people's. So I, I know of what I speak. And this Dodger dog was the blandest tube of something that I've <laughs> ever eaten. In my, it, it just, it, you know, look, there, there are really two things you have to get right on a hot dog, right? It needs to be salty and it needs to be hot. And then if you can get some other things, maybe a little snap in the bite, yeah, if you can crunch. have a little of that meat flavor, that's great. This was nothing. It was room temperature. It was flavorless, bland. There was no salt in it at all. It was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you ate it anyway? Of course I ate it. Who are you yeah. talking to? <laughs> <laughs> paid for just, it, right? Just making sure you're still Travis. Like, I didn't lose you, you know? So I'm sitting next to my son and, and uh, my, my other two kids, the whole family went. So all five of us are there, and Susan's not really a hot dog person, so I don't know what her deal is. But So anyway, the other two kids have a hot dog, and they're like, Dad. I really don't know what the deal is for the mother of my children. <laughs> right. I don't know what your deal is. You don't eat hot dogs. It's your problem. Exactly, exactly. So the other two kids are like, Dad, this isn't good. And then Bobby and I, are saying, okay, well, I have to find out for myself because we started with a helmet nacho. So we're thinking we'll get to the dog a couple innings later. And so a couple innings go by, and we go up to get the dog, and it comes, we sit down and eat it, and we both take a bite and kind of look at each other like, yeah, this is as bad as everybody has said it is. And then Bobby put his back in the little carton, the little cardboard <laughs> thing, and I said, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm not going to eat this. I said, well, 
I'm going to eat mine. I, I, now, typically, I would have gone and finished his for him, but mm-hmm. it was that's how bad it was. I didn't even bother to, to clean up after him. Really? And, and how much was the Dodger dog? You know, it's honest. Bobby went up and bought him, so I don't know. My guess is five or six bucks. That's like about what they typically $7. are. Yeah, because, I mean, a $7 dog, I'd be like, yo, you're eating it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> and if you don't, he, I will. I, I think he may have actually spotted the, the front for this. So if it's his money and he wants to buy those dogs, that he doesn't have to eat it, I guess. But, man, I'll tell you. Guys, I, I have eaten so many Dodger dogs in my life, and they're all just about the same, right? And they're they're grilled. They have a little bit of that char. They have a little bit of the snap. They're always salty. They're always hot. And they have a little bit of the, the, the beef flavor, right, or the pork, whatever that hot dog flavor is. This was none of those things. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me pose something to you, Travis, and see if you can buy this or not. You ready? Mm-hmm. You grow up eating Dodger dogs. You hear Vin Scully talk about Dodger dogs. In your mind, you know Farmer John, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You're programmed. You know what a Dodger dog is. Is it possible that it's, it's an emotional issue here and it's not really a taste issue? It's possible, but this is a taste issue. I mean, I, I, I've talked. I mean, you're like you're talking about. I remember the the commercials from when I was a kid. The easternmost in quality, westernmost in flavor. That's what Vin Scully would say coming in and out of just about every single break. And you're right, there is an emotional connection to having a Dodger dog. But this wasn't. You know what? This doesn't taste quite the same. There's a difference between this isn't what I was expecting, but it's kind of close. And this sucks. <laughs> and, and this hot dog sucked. It wasn't close. It wasn't an emotional thing. Had I had no idea that Farmer John had stopped supplying them hot dogs. Had I had no idea that they had a different vendor, I would have taken a bite and said, "This is no. This is something. Something's going on here. This is not what they used to do." So you you don't think that the branding of Vin Scully, you know, giving you the Farmer John commercial, like all those years, you don't think that that has anything to do with it? No. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, guys, because the other things taste roughly the same. The other things are okay. pretty, still pretty good. Okay. It was a, a noticeable difference. This isn't something that was – I haven't had a hot dog since I was 12 years old at a Dodger game. I hit these things every season. They've always been about the same, and then this was noticeably different. This was not an, oh, I remember way back when, when I was having hot dogs with my granddad back in 1975. It's not that. This is a bad dog. Mm-hmm. If it was cheaper than what you're used to spending, would that make it feel better? That's no a good question. Look, Solid. I mean, put it to you this way: if it's seven bucks for this, and you're saying, "Okay, we'll drop it to five fifty or five bucks," I still, it's still bad. I still don't want it. I'm still going to go get the helmet nachos or the garlic fries or something else. I'm until they go back to the old way. I'm done with that thing. Mm-hmm. That so must here's be some another ride question home for, for the family, by the way: the garlic fries <laughs> and the hot dogs. That must be some car ride home. <laughs> Uh, Here's now, a question for you, Travis. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, please go. On the road to Foodville, where you obviously have a timeshare. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> if you had to kick someone off of Foodville's property, mm. would it be the garlic fries or that chicken sandwich we had at the bank with Key years ago? Ooh, that chicken sandwich. Oh, is that so is good. a good sandwich. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the fries got to go, LZ. I, I, I don't. I, I would. I'd, I'd throw them a party as I was showing them the door. I'd be nice to them. I would. I would invite them over for special occasions and block parties. But no, if they got to go, if it means the chicken sandwich is moving into their house, I'll, I'll help them pack. No, that they, they the, the, the garlic fries are fine, but you can find a reasonable substitute for that somewhere else. That sandwich at the Coliseum was fantastic. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable right? And it's huge. Huge. It, that thing. That it, it's it's enough for two people or for me.
Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, and I know because I actually tried to, you know, I think you were eating them before I got there. And I was like, hey. And I saw the look in your eye that basically said, don't you even no, ask. No, yeah. Look, I, we're, yeah. We're, we're friends and all, but we're not sharing this chicken sandwich. No, no, no. <laughs> we're not going to do uh, that. Now, do you, now, Slee was a little weird little little creature as a we little? love him around here. And creature. Yeah, he oh. um he is. He's sweet. He's a sweet little weird. We just call creature. him Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Why are <laughs> you? He is, he is. I love him. Um I, I I love his quirkiness, his weirdness. You still um, talking about Gollum? You, you have got uh, well, no, Sliwa. Oh. Um so what have you learned about him from a food perspective? Cuz I feel like he's got to be a finicky eater. So, this is this is that's a great question, George. And here's like it was either the first or second show we did together and I had, other than running into him in the hallways occasionally, I had really never talked to Alan, really. So we'd never done a show before. So it's kind of a feeling out process. And I asked him the question, you know, when you go to In-N-Out and you order, what's in the bag? Like, take me through, because that's a good way to get to know a guy, right? Mm-hmm. What is yeah, his In-N-Out about? order? Mm-hmm. What is, and he described an order that I'm fairly certain has never been ordered at In-N-Out. That, sure. that it was about ketchup and bun. It was. It had none of the trigger words. You know, I didn't hear animal style. You didn't hear spread. You didn't hear double double. You were hearing words like cheeseburger or hamburger with cheese. It was a very bizarre moment, and that's when I realized that you know what, he does not live in Foodville, like LZ said. That he he's he's off on some other place where they're just eating paste for sustenance. That they're not really into the whole process of eating for pleasure because his in and out order was the most whack thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, but you know, as the mayor of Foodville that you are, I did hear what I thought was a bit strange between the two of you when he asked you, "What's in your burrito?" and you told him, "Oh no, 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 it's personal. Captain, we don't have that kind of relationship either. yet." No, it, no, I, I could tell LZ, but it'd have to be off the air. Exactly. <laughs> Which is interesting because I would say that you could probably also tell a lot about somebody's burrito order, and yet you won't share yours, Travis. Well, it's it's a it's personal. Like I, it's something that I hold dear to me, Cap, and it's something that after a while and after we've developed a level of trust and 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 something that I know that I can share with you, then I will tell you what's in it. But we're we're just not there yet. Yeah. So let me ask you this: What do you think about Bergman not eating beans in his That's weird. burrito? Yeah. That's weird. No, but Bergman tried to get me on the whole chili with beans thing. Like, I'm not a chili jihadist. I'm not really going to go to war on, <laughs> on, on whether your chili has beans or not. I don't really care yeah. as yeah. long as it's yeah. good. And yeah. this whole, like, well, it's a, they're just trying to rip you off from meat. No, the chili has meat yeah. and beans. That's fine by me. That's a, that's a weird thing. And, and speaking of meat, what do you think of this strange thing that Bergman says he can't eat red meat after 7 p.m.? Why, why are we going after me all of a sudden here? What we're not going after because... you. We're relaying information. Stop being so sensitive. No, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I, Greg, stay. Well, why? I mean, is this is just because you're trying to watch your weight or you just what, what's going on? No, if I have a steak or something like that, red meat after 7 o'clock, it just happens to be the arbitrary number that it works after. Uh, my you stomach is in a major pain. You see what we're working pain. with here, Travis? So you major we're working pain. with here? Major You're pain. You're telling me that if you are out, right, we're, we're, we go to a Dodger game and whatever, we have a few beers, we're having a good time, we're like, you know what? In and out looks pretty good right now. You're just gonna not get something. No, I will get it, which and I will suffer through it because In and Out is delicious. <laughs> but uh, I, but I will be having major major problems at twelve one o'clock in the morning. Just set your sure. watch different or your phone or whatever. Roll it back. So if you hop on a plane and fly to London, you're just gonna wait to eat the next day. <laughs> no, I mean I just won't have red meat during that flight. Yeah. Otherwise, uh-huh. that bathroom is not gonna be loving life. That well, bathroom. How about all the passengers in the plane that got to hear that? <laughs> they won't like it either. <laughs> Good Wait, Lord. Hey. Well, yeah, Travis, right. thank you for entertaining us both in the morning and obviously right here. Again, Travis and Sliwa each and every morning. 
right here on your station as we go more live, more local for you, 9 to 11 each and every morning, Travis and Sliwa. Thank you, brother. Good to catch up with you. Yeah, Thank thanks, you, guys, and I, I'm glad I'm finally getting my respect as the person that eats the hot dogs on the station. This is good. There you go. There you yeah, go. Enough of this Mason. He's the king of Foodville. He is. The <laughs> no, king. You were yes. right. Give him, crown him. That's what I say. Crown his ass. <laughs> you want to crown him? The crown his ass. Yeah, exactly. T. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> See you, dude. Travis uh, is who right. we thought they were. Yes. Travis is who we thought he was. Yes. Uh, all right. Coming up next, we got big deal or no deal. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Gregory, big deal or no deal is brought to you by our friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law. Speaking of big deals, a big deal that you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. So call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What do you got, Gregory? All right, Scott. So you know those square ties that come on bread, hold like the freshness inside. Did you know that the different colors have different meanings? The square ties that come on the end of a loaf of bread. Yeah. You mean those little plastic things? Yeah. Yep. Those things. What are they? They're. I mean, they're just the square ties. I don't know what to wow. call them. Yeah, I didn't but mean they have the, well, Anyway, the different colors have different meanings. And what the color tells you is which day the bread was actually baked on. Blue is Monday, green is Tuesday, red is Thursday, white is Friday, and yellow is Saturday. Sunday and Wednesdays, there's usually aren't deliveries at grocery stores, so they don't have those days. Okay, I was going to ask is, that. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. So is knowing this a big deal or no deal? Because you can then change where you get the days that you get the bread. It's no deal. Because I've already forgotten which color corresponds to which day. And then I'd have to be there in the store going, what's today? I never know what day it is. And then I'd say, since I don't know what today is, what color is yellow? What color is green? What color is red? I don't know. I'm just get, I'm going by feel, Greg. Sometimes you got to have a feel for the game. It, it can't be about analytics. Sometimes you got to touch the bread, squeeze it, feel it like an avocado, know if it's ripe. So I'm going no deal. LZ? Um, I, I'm with Cap. That's just too much work, man, for bread. <laughs> I'm writing stuff down, getting the app, to, so you know. What we, like it's just yeah, too that's much, a lot man. Of work, man, doing too much. It's exactly, too, it's too much, man. Yeah, yeah, no deal for me. <laughs> All right, what's next? All right, so George, a guy on Twitter reached out to Damian Lillard in April saying that if the Blazers didn't win 42 games, I saw this. He would lose his house and whether yeah, he's in a he mansion. He bet his house on it, he said. Yeah, yes. He bet his house on it. Whether he's in a mansion or homeless, he's still a right. huge fan. Dame yeah. responded by saying, say less. Dame yeah. and the Blazers then won their last game and 42 games. He yeah. reached out to the guy on Twitter asking for receipts, and the guy showed. Eventually, he said that he bet $200. So is this a big deal or no deal? I mean, two hundred dollars is a lot to some people, man. That's a that's the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, no no joke. You know, like two hundred dollars is not the same to everybody. So uh, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's I think it's cool that Dame and him, you know, had that interaction. I love that Damian Lillard is super into his fans, and you know, it's weird, right? Because KD gets knocked for being a little too 
extra perhaps on uh, on social media and look man i'm just like do you whatever it doesn't bother me um but i think dame you know is very like like he he has created a little community for himself which i think is cool um beyond just like being a basketball player i think people just really like him as a person and and he comes across really you know as a great dude in both in my experiences with him and just the way he treats people, I think, on social media. So I feel like this guy is a fan who was trying to get on his his guy's radar. You know, it's like, hey, Dame, I'm a fan. I want to get on your radar. So I'm just letting you know, dog, that I bet my house that you guys are going to win 42 games. And then when Dame comes back to him, he's like, oh, man, I hope this guy doesn't lose his house. And the guy goes, yo, here here is the bet, 200 bucks. It's like, yo, man, you got me. You got me paying attention, but you didn't really bet the house house. So I say good move, though. If you're trying to get on somebody's radar, I mean, find something creative. And this guy did. Um, Dame is like one of the realest ballers to ever play in this league. That dude, he is so real. And for those of you who, you know, grew up playing ball like I did and, you know, you did like the AAU tournaments or other tournaments and, you know, you played through college or if you didn't go to college, you still played out in the streets after your boys, after high school or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Like, it's just that one dude who you feel good when he's on your team, but you have a hard time hating when he's not on your team because he's such that dude and he's so good people. Dame, as y'all know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for as a basketball player. But damn, if he don't get it right, as a, just a dude, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. All right, what's yeah, next? Cool. All right, LZ, you're doing some household work, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so household discoveries are becoming a thing on TikTok. People are finding mystery boxes and hidden rooms and random things around their house. Well, Abby, a TikTok user, was renovating her pantry and found a stairway to a secret basement. And in the video, she says someone definitely was there recently and living there. Is this a big deal or no deal? That's a big deal. I hope that someone wasn't Annabelle or one of the other scary movie characters where the doll comes to life and chop you up in the middle of the night. Listen, we are going through a renovation in the home, but I swear to you, if there's a secret stairwell, that house will be for sale. <laughs> I don't I even don't play you. that. I don't play that. I, I don't want to stand on people in those horror movies sitting up in the house after they heard somebody say "get out." Mm, yeah, I'm with I you. leave. I leave. Exactly. I know. Well, it's have you seen? Is that the Geico commercial where they have the like over the top like uh, horror movie situation where they're like, "We gotta run." Yeah, let's go that way. Let's hide in the barn with all the chainsaws hanging out, hanging right. from the roof. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a weird thing like that in my house, and it didn't cause me to move, but it is, I will admit to you guys, it's kind of a weird thing, and it's not like when I, people come over, I'm like, hey, you want to see this weird thing in my house, but this is a true story. There's a bomb shelter, as it was described to me by the, uh, the previous owner, a bomb shelter, and I go, uh, what? What are you talking about? And he showed it to me, and it's like this little weird basement. It's like 10 feet by 10 feet. It kind of smells moldy and mildewy. And, and, and there's this, this, like, um, this thing, like you spin this wheel, 
and air comes flowing in and out back behind the house there's like this thing that looks like a periscope that apparently when you turn the wheel the air comes flowing in because there's a war going on and uh you know russia has dropped thermonuclear weaponry apparently all over us and and i i need a bomb shelter i don't know man whoever built the house built this really weird little strange room and it's, it's there hasn't hasn't forced me to move, move out but it is weird you sitting up in your house with the strange room and you cool all right if that room wasn't listed when i bought the house on the little description if that's some un, you know unsubstantiated extra square footage mm-hmm. i'm leaving <laughs> I'm out. Yo, Latinos, we don't play. We see that and we're like, we out. Yeah. We out. I don't play with the supernatural. I got a lot of respect no. for that stuff. No. You know what we do? We just use it as a storage room. You know, that's just us. We're just hoarders. Mm, you be careful. You might end up in that storage room as part of the storage. Mm. Yeah, yeah, really. Exactly. You be careful. Right. What else you got, Greg? Yeah, what's next? Oh, huh? we remixing now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cap. So Shohei Otani is now Otani is now leading the major leagues in home runs with 13. He also has a 2.10 ERA. So at this point in the season, in the middle of May, is this a big deal or no deal? It's a monster deal because it's kind of like what you were saying earlier in the show, LZ, about how the Clippers don't have any pressure locally, but mm-hmm. the pressure is more nationally. Nobody locally really pays attention. But nationally, people are, and Otani is right now, right this second, he is the greatest baseball player on the planet. That includes Mike Trout, that includes Mookie Betts, that includes name your guy around Major League Baseball. Nobody has all the tools that Otani has. And for me, even though it's mid-May at this point, Still it's a early big deal. in baseball. That's it, early as hell still. But, yeah. but it's a big deal that he's doing what he's doing right now. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, go ahead, Elsie. I'm sorry. No, you go. You go. You go. I, I would agree. I'm just going to agree because I, he has been the best player in baseball, and he's must-watch every time. Like, I, I am finding myself more and more flipping to his at-bats, at least. Like, you know, I'm monitoring stuff on Twitter when he's coming up, and, and I will kind of flip back and forth to see when he comes up. Yeah, I'm doing way more of that now for sure. Um, I think it's a really cool story. It's a really cool story. And I hope it gets told one day. Because it's not being told right now. It just isn't. Because you're not going to tell me if he was doing this in New York that he wouldn't be leading Sports Center every damn day. Right. And already have a 30 for 30. <laughs> but because he's not playing in New York and he's not playing in Chicago, and he's not in Boston, and he's not in any you know area or place for any team that the national media cares about, he's really doing amazing, incredible things with very little fanfare. Mm-hmm. Very much like his teammate, Mr. Trout. Right. You gotta win, otherwise it just isn't a big deal. And I know it sucks, and I know it's terrible because other sports aren't like that. In football, if you have a bad team, but you are as an individual, particularly as a quarterback, are talented, you will still get shine, regardless of the way your team finishes. Right. Obviously, the same thing is true of basketball, where you get voted into an all-star game, and you're not even playing. The fans just love you like that. But in baseball, if you want our attention on a national level, you probably got to win. Otherwise, you just stick to being regional. 
All right, that is Big Deal or No Deal, brought to you by friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law. Call them at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 if you're injured in an accident. All right, coming up in three minutes, we got more people admitting to the fact that the alien situation in this country, in this world we live in, is more real than you think. Those UFOs that we've been talking about for the last couple months – Well, now we got confirmation from one of the chiefs. We'll tell you who that chief was in just a moment. Stick around. We're back in three minutes. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, so we've spent a lot of time here on this show talking about aliens, right? And, you know, UFOs and all sorts of different sightings that have happened, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We talked about Baker Mayfield a while back, et cetera. So apparently, Barack Obama, the 44th president of the United States was on late night or the late show, the late, late low, excuse me, the late, late show with James Corden. And this was not as tongue in cheek as you would think. (laughs) So he was asked about uh, aliens and he said that there are things, quote, he can't tell about aliens. Um, And he said, when it comes to aliens, there's some things I just can't tell you on the air. And he said, when I came into office, I asked, is there a lab somewhere where we're keeping the alien specimens and the spaceship? They did a little bit of research, and the answer is no. But what is true is that I'm actually being serious here, is there are, and there's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are. President Obama added that the investigations are being conducted into these sightings, but there is, quote, nothing to report at the moment. So, look. I know it was just an appearance on a late show, but he was telling you, okay, all jokes aside, this is the real, okay? So, LZ, what do you think about the aliens? How should we be worried? I mean, it's already a strange time, right? Like, we're throwing aliens into the mix now. Like, I I don't know how people are going to feel about this. So, let me get this straight. Yeah. Mankind was around for like 10,000 years before we got fire. And then we went like another 10,000 years or something like that before we advanced to getting like electricity or whatever. And then like all of a sudden, we have like computer chips the size of our fingernails that can like launch nuclear weapons. What am I trying to suggest? I'm suggesting they're already here. Oh, you like 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 a, like a Marvel movie. Here. Living okay. amongst us. Living amongst us, Captain. You know why I feel that way? Tell me. You know why I feel that way, Sedano, Laura, right. Greg, listeners? Right. Tell me. Because I look around, and it just don't make sense. <laughs> a lot of it don't make sense. It no, just doesn't true. make sense yeah. without some assistance. Without some assistance. Like the technological advances that have happened very quickly compared to other advances that we've made. It just feels like someone came down and gave us like the, the answers to the test or something. Helped us out. Got tired of waiting for us to get things done. Say, so, you know what? We're going to be here for another millennial by the time you guys figure this out. Here, take this. Yeah, have an iPhone. There you go. 
iPhone, dog. Think about that. <laughs> From Alexander Graham Bell all the way up to like 1980, this was just what it was. Right. And then all of a sudden, we can open our garage doors with our telephone. <laughs> I mean, right. Our phones or our video cameras. How'd that happen? How'd that happen? Right. Was it a breakthrough or did someone come and help us out? All right, so let's just talk about this alien report this week. Did anybody watch 60 Minutes on Sunday night? I did not, no. I okay. did not. Okay, Now, nor did I. However, I was hearing a lot about this 60 Minutes report. So last night, I went on to YouTube TV. I'm telling you this because I want you to think I'm technologically cool, and the fact that I'm able to get onto YouTube TV made me feel this way. <laughs> okay. so, so I go on to YouTube TV, and I look up 60 Minutes. Right. And I fast forward through the first segment of 60 Minutes, which was about like uh, machine learning of human faces. OK, fine. Anderson Cooper, I'll come back to you. By the way, the, the next segment, the last segment, LZ, you would love because it's all about tennis and uh, the biggest star of tennis and where he is in Spain and, you know, all stuff I know you really love. But the middle segment was all about these aliens. And here's mm. what I learned. Naval aviators flying F-18s 100 miles off the south coast of San Diego, so 100 miles south and to the west, with the USS Nimitz aircraft carrier unit. These naval aviators reported sighting objects they were unable to identify. And UFOs! These objects were in their, their sights, in their radar, and then all of a sudden, boom! They're gone. Where did they go? These naval aviators say this information is no longer classified and they want to share this with people. And they even had the audio recordings of the pilots who, and I'm putting this in air quotes, broke character. In other words, they weren't talking like naval aviators. They were like this. Dude, holy crap, did you just see that? They broke character. If you haven't seen the 60 Minutes piece from this past Sunday and you're interested in this alien story, that's where the video lies. Check it out. Wow. Sedano? I mean, listen, I, I, I just told you I respect the supernatural. So I sure as hell respect aliens, okay? I'm, I'm a, look, I think the ocean is scary as hell. There are things in the ocean we, we don't even know what the hell's going on. Uh, look, I, I think that all this stuff is legit, like all of it. Like I am terrified of all of it in, in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> I am. You're terrified of it. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a bad situation to be. Yeah, it's not a best. You know, it's it's weird, right? Because obviously we're a violent nation, right? Yeah, everything about us points in that direction. Culturally, violence is our entertainment. Whether it's in movies or in sports, like football is the number one sport. We like our music violent. Whether it's speed metal or country or hip hop, we're always talking about somebody getting shot in all those genres of music. Right, we're a violent country. But with that being said, we still have hope that the aliens are here to help us. Correct. We need <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, we're we not here to fight that. them? We, we, we don't want them to be like us. Yeah, we don't want that kind of smoke. We don't want that kind of smoke. Because no. if you made it here, that probably means you're ahead of the game. Yeah. I suggest that instead of being fearful, George, mm -hmm. we think about the universe more as a flower that just needs to be discovered and that you don't think about how violent we are but instead think about how beautiful love is 
Okay. Because the truth of the matter is, if they're coming to take over, we ain't going to stop them. Right. So you might as well get your spirits thinking into the positive and not into the negative. Yeah. Did you remember V, by the way, that 1980s miniseries? Oh, man, I loved V. Yeah, remember Diana? Exactly. They were like, hey, we're here to cure cancer. We're like, yay! Yeah. And we're probably going to eat a few of you on the way. Right. And then they became lizards when they rip off their face. Well, you know, it happens to me like that. You rip off my face, I too turn into a lizard. Did you see uh, V Cap? I don't think so. But it was in the 80s. You had to. I mean, it was back in the 80s. Yeah. You had to. It was in the 80s. Like when you said it, I thought to myself. That's your sweet spot. I know, man. I can't believe it. You had a Shohei Otani of the 80s. Man, oh, man. I feel like I was busy watching Fast Times or something. Ah, oh, well. Anyway. Thanks for cutting up that music. What if the aliens, though, (laughs) came down here and they were like, hey, we're here to take over? And we as people were like, no way, man. This is our planet, dude. We're all coming together. Yeah, we ain't doing that, man. No, we ain't doing that. No, no, we ain't doing that. No chance. No. no. Yeah. Coronavirus has taught me a lot about us. Yeah. And one of them has taught me is that we ain't going to all come together to fight the aliens. Right. <laughs> Some of us will, but there's going to be a lot of us making backdoor alien deals. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> a ton of backdoor aliens. A ton yeah. of alien deals. Like going, yeah. I can't get you any petroleum right now. Right. But, um,. <laughs> oh, you know it. You, you know, know there's it. tons of back de- backdoor Come dealers on, man. with the aliens. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Who on this station is most likely to make a backdoor deal with the aliens? Oh, Bennett, that's um, easy. Steve Mason is not of even course. Close, Mason. Right? Mason. Mason. Everybody, right. Yeah. Everybody Mace. would say that. There's Mace. no yeah, question yes, that he's making a backdoor deal with an alien. Yeah. yeah. Mace. He's throwing Mace. us all under the bus. Be like, I'm saving myself. You can have yeah. all these people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, what do you think Ireland does there, Greg? Does he try to just do be diplomatic with the aliens while Mason is just trying to negotiate with them? Yes, absolutely. He's, yeah, Mason is doing the backdoor deal. Ireland, Ireland is trying to be a, a true diplomat in this situation. Yeah, he's just yeah. trying to like talk to him and have a you know conversation with him. He's going to yes. talk, talk about his time I, uh, with Kobe. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would probably get shot first, don't you think? No, like they want to think the aliens are racist. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, first of all, if you look at Star Trek and Star Wars, it's quite possible, but. More importantly, I think they will sense that I would just be BSing when I would say we all can get along and yeah. I'll be plotting. Right. Oh, God. They'd probably take me out, get me out yeah. the way early. Well, that's what you yeah. should do, really. I think if you look at the entire 710 crew and you have everybody standing side by side and you see LZ, you assume he's the biggest, strongest, toughest. So let's get rid of that guy right Take away. him out. He got to go. Yeah. He got to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just I would die first. Ever since Key and Marcellus left, I have been the biggest. You I? have. That, you, you, you have that title now. <laughs> right. I don't know if I want it because I know it's a hand-me-down title. It's not a real one. <laughs> I didn't earn it. They just left. <laughs> I didn't get swole. It wasn't about gains. I mean, it was about you, losses. We know that you're working out. I mean, we see it on Instagram now. Yeah, you but know, I ain't never used to day. be called the biggest and strongest until Marcellus and Key left. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Oh, we gotta get no, some but we always did say you were in the here. best shape even when they were around. I do remember being called in the best shape, but these yeah. new adjectives are a byproduct of their departures. <laughs> right. That's right. That's was right. That. I did not earn this at all. I am the KD of the big and strong ESPN LA people. Wow. I just showed up. It's hard out here being a pimp. <laughs> it is. You know that's hasn't the truth. changed either. Yeah. Well, I can't believe tomorrow is the play-in it's game. It's not easy I, being I, a John either. Yeah. I just can't believe that these guys like like in the in the final analysis like we're going to go to tomorrow and they're going to be in the plan like where we thought oh they might be in the plan like this could all shake out but I don't know that we ever really thought they're going to be in the plan man they're in the plan tomorrow against Golden State that's dangerous 
What are you guys wearing? Like, I don't feel like I need to be wearing a Lakers jersey. I don't think it's that kind of a game. It's not the playoffs. Nope. But it's something. It's the play-in. So what is it? Just a t-shirt kind of game? Yeah, normal. Normal day. Hat, t-shirt, you're good. What are you wearing, Laura? Hat, t-shirt, that's it. What is Uber driver wearing? Oh, my God. I don't know. By the way, Ubers, we got to talk about this tomorrow. Uber's expensive as hell right now. Oh, okay? it's gotten out of control. Inflation, yeah. gas prices. All, we need to talk about Uber, and there'll be plenty of people I'm sure we could talk to that are actually listening to the show that are driving Uber and can tell us because there's less Uber drivers, gas is more expensive, and inflation. And look, I'm still tipping 20%, dog, at 25%. But I'm just I found saying, his name, too. Like, oh, you did? Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Elsie, tell Elsie him. told me how to go and look. You can reveal it tomorrow. There you go. Okay. It's like a like a twenty four hour tease. You missed the guy. Tease. You missed the guy. Yes, uh, last week, George, that picked up two naked ladies, yeah. and uh, gave them both t shirts, and then claimed he went back yeah. to drop them off and went in and you know, yeah. and dropped them off. Yeah, yeah, right. All right, I gotta drop everyone off here. LZ and Cap, excellent work as always. Much Lauren, Greg, yep. great job. We will talk to y'all tomorrow at three fifty five. See ya.